Hey there, before this episode starts, I just want to thank everyone who's been listening to the podcast thus far. And if you know someone who might enjoy it as well, feel free to send them our way. We're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and if you'd like to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash pastime. Shout out to Kevin, our current only patron. Now, here's episode 11. Hello, and welcome to episode 11 of the Pastime Thinker podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Piquette, and today my guest is Chloe Hassan. Hey, it's me. So, (laughs) I'm currently at week four of self-isolation and from what we were just talking about before you're at week six week six or seven i think of like not your choice <laughs> you didn't decide. not my choice no so what the listeners don't know is that yeah i broke my leg and my ankle um a couple six... of weeks before everything shut down right yeah yeah so it was like the middle of february right after valentine's day um so i've been yeah i've been at home <laughs> um i've left my house i th- four times since i broke it in seven weeks you just walk so crutches it, yeah basically the only time i've left is to go to the hospital <laughs> oh. so like once for surgery and then three times for um like checkups so like that's the only place that yeah. i've been <laughs> in this amount of time so yeah, so, but I feel like, so when I first started going to the hospital, like, my first checkup, the hospital was pretty relaxed still. Like, it was pretty... It was before I things in, were getting crazy. Mm-hmm, yeah, so I think that my first visit was maybe, like, the 1st of March or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, I go in through ambulatory care and go up and get an x-ray, and there's probably, like, seven or eight people there for the same kind of, like, checkup as me. Um, and we're all just kind of like moving around the hospital together, like up to x-ray back down and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the second time that I went back, um, they had, so this was maybe like middle of March, they had, um, like huge plexiglass things up so that like you couldn't, you had to go through this weird little corral station before you got into the actual hospital and they asked you a bunch of questions and you had to uh, um, get a little sticker that said like today's date so that you weren't just like, I don't know, a rogue hospital traveler. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what and so then, yeah, exactly. And so then I went in and then showed them, they didn't want to accept my health card. You just have to show it to them and then they write stuff down um they and then it was pretty to accept your health card no they didn't want to touch it that was like oh. their thing they're like just hold it and we'll just write down your information just hold it out to us and i was like okay <laughs> um and then otherwise like there was a lot less people there was maybe like two other people who were kind of following the same x-ray and then back down to um see the doctor kind of path yeah but then this last time i went on tuesday it was like hand sanitizer before you even get into the hospital hand really? sanitizer once you get to the little station where they ask you questions and then you go in show them your health card i had to go up to x-ray they were pretty chill up there there was not a lot going on and then i came back down and the doctor there was nobody else in the room like it's a it's a room that holds about four people and before there was like one or two maybe three people in there with me just like separated by curtains this time it was just one person allowed in like this huge room and the doctor yeah. just sits you in the middle of the room and then just like he's like oh it looks good give her the walking boot and i was like okay and then they're, <laughs> give her the and walking like... boot. Yeah, no <laughs> and then they're like okay hand sanitize and i was like jesus guys yeah but, i mean where yeah. jill is working now they're they're separating people and giving them their own rooms too before they do tests and stuff yeah that's smart yeah because at like guelph general they had an outbreak in one of the wards and so like oh. i think seven nurses got like confirmed with covid19 and oh, one of the doctors did so like yeah so the hospital is like kind of cracking down which is smart um i forget but exactly it's definitely scary <laughs> i forget exactly what the numbers in sudbury are i think it's like 13 or 14 as of right now okay. that's not so bad it's not great <laughs> yeah but yeah that's still pretty pretty high and like i i don't remember what the numbers are in guelph but it's like i think we have about a hundred which is yeah which like it's not a huge city so that's kind of terrifying yeah like it's i think we're only a hundred and forty three thousand or something like that um which is like big but like 
I mean, <laughs> so like one percent of the population has it or something like that. That's still like a huge number. Like even though like talking population wise, like one percent is a huge number because yeah, because say if you know each one of those one hundred people infected one other person, that means next week yeah. you'd be at two percent, and then mm -hmm. at four percent, then at eight percent. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's quick. And then once and you hit especially... a certain threshold, it would just get huge. Yeah, and especially because it was there was an outbreak at the hospital, so like who knows how many people those nurses yeah. were looking after at the same like that kind of thing. It's kind of scary, and like my grandpa's been the one dropping me off at the hospital just because like he's obviously not working, he's retired. Um, and every time before he drives me, I'm like, "Are you sure?" Because and he's like, "Well, I'm not going in." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and he has his N95. He used to do construction, so he hasn't. He has like one respirator. Um, and so he like has that in the glove compartment. He's like, pass me the N95. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Cause this is, yeah. The only time that I'm leaving the house is to go to the hospital and to see how like different it is every time that I go is, <laughs> it's kind of scary. Um, I mean, like so. I've been staying at home. For, I've been working from home for the last four weeks now. And I only really leave the house to go grocery shopping with Jill or go to my brother, which probably isn't the smartest thing, but like <laughs> my brother owns a farm and they're trying to start up for the summer. So I need to go there and help him help. Yeah, get ready. build everything. And <laughs> we've been having really warm weather. So it looks like he's going to be able yeah. to start like soon. Yeah. So there's like a lot of things to do at the farm and a lot of work. The yeah. way we kind of figured it is, like, even though Jill is kind of a frontline worker, like we're the only people we're exposing ourselves to and we're all yeah in the area where we'd be okay if we caught it but like even right. though, even though we don't want to have it but like, right yeah but there's a better chance that you'll recover yeah and your brother and jill so yeah i understand that for sure yeah like luke my boyfriend has um he's only gone to the grocery store and like the convenience store in the past <laughs> So, yeah, like, our work, so we both work at the same place, um, and it's a cafe, so I... So they're definitely barista. closed. Yeah, so they closed, I think, two and a half weeks ago, like, on, just after they were, like, well, because you can still do take, whatever. Take um, over, but, yeah. yeah, so then, but they closed down two weeks ago, and then um, the roastery that we roast all the beans in, that's what Luke does, so he does all the roasting, Um but he decided to self-quarantine for two weeks because one of his coworkers had like oh, was no. pretty symptomatic. So then Luke's just been at home um, for two weeks, which is good. And he goes back on Monday, which is exciting because he is kind of getting a little stir crazy, I think. I mean, like, that's what I mean. Like, maybe it's just because I'm more of a homebody. But like, I've been working from home the last four weeks. As far as I know, mm -hmm. I'm good to go. Jill yeah. is getting <laughs> Jill is getting stir crazy, even though yeah. she regularly still goes to work. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty stir-crazy at this point, but it has been, like, quite a while. <laughs> well, years of playing video games has trained me for this moment. That's fair, yeah. I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of Sims. <laughs> that's my, like, <laughs> that's only the... game of choice. <laughs> that's the one game I don't think I've ever been, gotten into. I've, really? I've, I've made the attempt. I've made the attempt. I, uh... I'll, I'll, I'll start it up. I'll have, like, kind of a good time <laughs> making yeah. my character. And then yeah, that's the best part, yeah. <laughs> I've... I've never played Sims for more than 40 minutes at, really? a, at a time. I've only played Sims for more than 40 minutes. <laughs> I think I can probably less than 10 times is the amount of times I've tried to play Sims. And I, I never play it for more than 45 minutes. Easily. Easily. That's fair. I guess it's not for everybody. Less... I got the expansion pack. So I have like the cats and dogs oh, expansion. I, I so love fun. watching. I love watching other people play the Sims. It's just something mm -hmm. I've never been able to get into. I yeah. had a, I had a brief stint with like a mobile Sim City game, but that was about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Luke plays a lot of video games. He's been just like rotating through it. Like he's been playing a lot of games that he used to play like a long time ago and they've like released new updates since all this is going oh, on nice. so he's been like back in to all his old games feeling really nostalgic and stuff oh that's what happens to me too. like i have two video games that i restart every september september mm -hmm. october roughly and i just restarted one of them early and to jill's annoyance because she's seen me play this game a million fucking times <laughs> at this point i mm -hmm. 
I think, yeah, I, I, I did I did do the math. I spoke to my mother on the phone to confirm. Um, uh, <clears throat> Final Fantasy X. It's not really the best Final Fantasy, but for me, it's the, it's the most nostalgic one for me. It's the one that got me into the series. It's, it's the one that I have the most connection with. I have made it a point to play that and get that game to its entirety once a year for the last 12 years of my life. Jeez. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, that and Kingdom Hearts. How long do they take to play, like, start to finish? If you, like, are consistently playing. Okay, well, for me, because I've played it a lot, I can... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Usually I can clear the game in maybe a week, week and a half, and then I'll play it for about, like, a month straight, just getting all the side quest stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's half the fun. Yeah. Is like perfecting the game. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's fun though. Like at least you have stuff to do and you don't feel like you're, yeah, out there and you need to go outside and stuff. Because people are still, like when I'm in the car with my grandpa, like people are still just everywhere. Sure. <laughs> like they're all in the parks and stuff, even though like the playgrounds are closed. Like people are yep. just like congregating there and i'm like what are you doing <laughs> well I, I know that in the states they're having an issue with churchgoers oh because... did you see that video of that girl in the, her car <laughs> yes i'm in the oh. I'm, I'm so i'm blessed with the blood <laughs> or, or something like that yeah she's like i'm covered in jesus's blood and i'm i can't get the virus if i'm if jesus is on my side <laughs> i'm like oh my god <laughs> it's like you're about to meet jesus a lot sooner you're than anticipated die. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no apparently it's been because uh Palm Sunday just passed, and yeah. apparently most of the churches were open, and a lot of people went to mass. And there was there was one church in particular in some state in the U.S. I don't know because I'm not familiar with their geography, but um, mm. uh, there was one church in particular that before the mass, like seven or so people were already tested positive before uh, before the mass was no. held. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell yeah and that and like what happened in spring break like there's a lot oh, of yeah. there's a lot of idiots just... out there who just aren't gonna make yeah. this go quickly no definitely not and like i feel like i don't know because have you seen the numbers <laughs> have you seen the numbers of ontario compared to quebec no it's no. insane are we quebec much higher has... or much lower no quebec has double our numbers almost really like, when I checked on Tuesday or something, we were at, like, 4,000-something, and they were at, like, 7,900, and I, I was I find like, that really odd, because they, I know. they came up with the super strict rules much quicker than Ontario did. I know. And Ontario has freaking Toronto and Montreal. Toronto and Ottawa, or Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa, yeah, and that they one. And they only have Montreal, and basically. <laughs> Montreal and uh, Quebec City. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Fuck, I can't believe I said Montreal. <laughs> I was even thinking French people are gonna come after <laughs> I was even like thinking Ottawa in my head as I was saying it and it just came out Montreal I think it's because I said Toronto first and I was thinking hockey fair yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know what's going on in Quebec yeah, they're just weird. stubborn I don't know <laughs> like it's very strange actually there's and a then... lot of weird things coming out of Quebec so I'm not gonna name what company I work for <laughs> but okay. uh, the Quebec branch of our company is thriving right now really yeah they're doing very well that's so strange yeah huh that's weird yeah my um like it's weird because well it's not weird maybe so my dad and my stepmom and i have three stepbrothers and stepsister um but they all are working and they still all have their jobs like my dad does construction my sister's working in an old person old person home an old folks home a retirement home, retirement home. Um, <laughs> and my and my other brother works on like a dairy farm um and yeah so like they're all still working with no slowdown and yeah like i don't think they all want to be working because my sister is yeah just like around old people all day she can't hang out with her friends because like if they have it then she goes to the old person yeah. home. <laughs> and like my dad is working with like a bunch of guys and they're framing houses and stuff and it's like 
that's probably not ideal. My stepmom works at a sheep research station. Um, a sheep? Which is, yep. Sheep. <laughs> oh, sheep. I thought you said chic, like fashion. Oh, no. I was like, that... they only research chic things? <laughs> the newest trends. No, she yeah. researches sheep. Um, In what sense? Like, everything to do with if it if it if sheep is on the label she has a hand in it kind of thing <laughs> no okay so she works for the university of guelph which is okay. where i graduated from um and so they have since the university of guelph is um like agriculture based okay really yeah. um university um so they have research centers for pigs chickens sheep cows pretty much horses probably um so she works at the sheep one and I think I only found this out like last year because I never thought to ask my stepmom like what she does at work. I know that she like takes care. Of, there's probably like a hundred and fifty sheep. She's uh, she the sheep lady. <laughs> yeah, she's like a shepherd. Um, <laughs> but no. So what they're doing is they're researching um, like treatments for, funny enough, like broken legs and broken arms, wow. because apparently a sheep's leg is basically the same length and like um like their bone structure is kind of the same as our arms as um, our arms yeah like same length and kind of like the the bend is at the same kind of spot and the bones are about the same size mm -hmm. so they research so unfortunately they have to break these sheep's legs every once in a while oh and my then God. Yeah, and then but then they like treat them and figure out like how to um like, uh, um, what am I trying to say? Like how to get these bones to heal faster. Um, and so that's what they do, I guess. So I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it either. Is that, um, is but, that ethical? Like not to like challenge. I mean, her they have anything. really awesome lives, which is good. Like they just are never break gonna their get arms every to... now and then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Like, they're never going to get killed, and they live in, like, these huge, beautiful pastures. Like, I remember going, cause she's worked there for probably, like, 25 years, so I remember as a kid going to, with her to work and, like, hanging out the sheep, and, like, they're all so friendly and happy to see people. Like, it's a really nice place. It's just that, yeah, like, every once in a while, a sheep gets their leg broken, and then oh it heals. <laughs> they do it in a, like, humane way. I think they put them under and then break it, oh, and okay. then, like... Okay. Yeah, they're not just out there with, like, a baseball bat. It's <laughs> like, all right, number 372, it's your time. Like, your number has been picked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Um, but they still all have their jobs, um, which is great. But then, like, my aunt, who works for WestJet. Um, oh, they're she, done. They're done, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, she works in their financial sector. Oh. And even she is being laid off as of, oh. like, May 1st or something, which is crazy. Like they're going down to like 200 employees in their whole, like in their whole branch or something like that. It's, it's insane. Yeah. These are some crazy times. Yeah. It's really strange. <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel a little bit smug because my, with my leg being broken, I was really afraid that I was going to miss out on like all of spring and so much fun times that I love about springtime. But so now you just, everybody... you, you cursed the whole planet. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I feel really smug and kind of guilty, but at the same time, I'm like, Why would you feel well, because <laughs> I'm just like, because I was like wishing upon people. I was like, I hate everybody. Everybody gets to enjoy spring and I have to sit in this stupid basement apartment. I'm so mad. And then ever, they were like, all right, Ontario, you're shutting down. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say something very controversial. Uh-oh. Fall and spring. Totally overrated. Oh my god. I I strongly, <laughs> strongly prefer summer over everything else. What? But I, no. But I prefer winter over both spring and fall. Wow. It's the consistency. I love the consistency. I hate spring and fall wow. just purely because I. there's no consistency in the weather. I don't like that. That's a hot take and a half. I feel like you're going to get a lot of flack for that. <laughs> and then summer, I've just always enjoyed summer over the other three seasons. Oh, I just hate summer. Summer is my least favorite season by such a landslide. No. I I wish that I broke my leg at like the beginning of summer so that I could just sit inside. All I hate it. I love, <laughs> I love the winter summer. though. 
But now I'm a little hesitant of winter because now I broke my leg on ice. So you're gonna be scared forever. Yeah, yeah. Well, like now, like when I first broke it, I was like watching TV shows and somebody was like walking on a rock <laughs> across the river, and I was like, they're gonna fall and break their. Like I'm mentally not gonna recover from this. Like my leg, sure, it'll it'll be fine in like a few weeks probably. My brain is like. Oh, I better be careful because I don't want to fall and break my ankle. <laughs> like, you know what the crazy oh. part is, though? Like, that that exact mentality is what's going to keep a lot of people a little bit crazy after this COVID thing dies down. Yeah. Like, that exact same mentality. There's going to be a lot of people, like, even though we're over it and it's gone and mm-hmm. there's a vaccine or, or whatever, there's no more new cases, people are mm-hmm. still going to be hella scared. Yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, I, I was listening to a radio show yesterday or the day before or something, and they were t- talking about, like, what's going to, are we going to go back to sitting next to each other in, like, movie theaters and stuff like that? Like, is that going to be, how long until we're back to that kind of thing? Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if I want to sit next to some, some stranger anymore. But that's what I mean. Like, even, even if, say, tomorrow we're no longer in a state of emergency, the fucking miracle cure comes out, everybody gets it. Like, those movie theaters will not be full tomorrow. No, definitely not. Like, not for a while. No. Unless, I don't know, Iron Man 5 comes out. <laughs> I don't think anything is going to come out, like, this summer. I doubt any new movies. Like, everything's getting pushed back. I think Black Stuff Widow that... got pushed. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, a lot of movies are just skipping movie theaters and just going straight yeah. to, like, digital download. Yeah, like, straight to iTunes or whatever. Yeah. I know Disney yeah. Plus put a bunch of movies on their website, like, much quicker than planned. Hmm. Like, I know Frozen 2 is already on there. The live-action Lion King is on there. Uh, on Like, that one of the newer troll movies or something like that, Onward, Wayward, something like that. I'm, I'm not going to watch <laughs> sure. it. I just, I just got the update <laughs> saying it was there. Yeah. Wow. Hmm, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, hmm. me, Jill and I watched the live action Lion King last night. Oh yeah? I was like, any good? I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Seth Rogen was really good as Pumbaa, even though he can't Obviously. sing, so like a lot yep. of the Pumbaa songs were ruined by that. Uh, <laughs> Donald Glover can do no wrong. Yeah, fair. Yep. Do- Donald Glover could have... <laughs> D- did the whole thing with like a really bad Irish accent and it still would have yeah. been beautiful it would have been great, he yeah. can't do no wrong and again too it's just weird cause like even like Jill noticed like this isn't live action this is just animated they had <laughs> they had yeah. an animated version of this movie already yeah <laughs> and she just and she thought it was like really insulting that they would ask James Earl Jones back to voice Mufasa but not Elton John yeah Huh, I never thought about that, yeah. That is kind of insulting. Yeah. What the hell? Hmm. And I, I kind of agreed with her. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I... Yeah, I don't know if I'll see it. I'm not a huge Lion King fan. Oh, me either, but Jill's yeah. crazy for it. Oh, okay. She was, hmm. like, yelling at the movie closer Did to she, the end. So she didn't love it then? No, she did not. No. Oh. She had she had the same reaction to the live action Lion King than I did to the live action Aladdin. I was very offended by the <laughs> by the live action Aladdin. I haven't seen any of the live action. I saw the live action Beauty and the Beast, um, and I think that might be the last one that I will see. I watched snippets of the live action Beauty and the Beast, yeah. but after I heard like how much auto tune auto tone auto tune mm-hmm. that they had on Emma Watson, yeah. I was yeah. like. <laughs> This is weird. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm. I'm not a huge fan of Disney, like animated to live action. I just. I just. I like. The, I like the cartoons, yeah. and I feel like it's nostalgic and it's nice, and we already know the story. So what's the what's the point of seeing it except for all these big name celebrities in it? Yeah. I mean, like again with the live action Aladdin, Will Smith did an amazing job because he wasn't trying mm-hmm. to copy. Robin Williams. Yeah, he, he, he put was, his own spin. He absolutely did. And then, mm-hmm. besides that, that was kind of the only reimagined song. Like, <laughs> so every other song, so like the, the Will Smith songs, which is like, oh, this is cool, this is a cool take, just felt like I was listening to like a really good cover of a song. I yeah, like, right? yeah. And then every other song, I was just like, now I want to watch the original. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, like, I don't know who the movies are for because, like, kids would rather watch a cartoon. No, I think and... they're, I think it's very much for our age group trying yeah, to ca- cash so in on too. nostalgia. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. But then it's like, what? Then we would just watch the original. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just honest to God, I think they would have made more money off of, like, an HD remastered of the original cartoon than they would have from just yeah. making a live action. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Mind you, like in the like in the live act, like I'm not saying like the entire thing was shit. It just there's really enjoyable moments, but at the end of the line, it just makes me want to watch the original. Mm-hmm. Like there, yeah, are, that's the, fair. like there are a couple things where the live action did do this better than the original, but it's I still I still just would rather watch the original at the end of it though. Yeah, it's more fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have you guys been watching a lot of stuff since the quarantine started? So much stuff. So much stuff. Same. Jill is very pop-culturally challenged, so there's a lot she hasn't seen already. So it's just me introducing (laughs) a lot to her. Like, she she just discovered Community. Oh, I... Yeah, Community's awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I'm glad they uploaded all of the... Like, the whole series and I onto Netflix recently, and I'm just like... Yes. So yeah. I watched like the first episode the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so excited." <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed Community. Uh, we've been watching all the Nick Frost movies. Mm, I don't so, know what that is. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Paul. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. The World's End, Hot Fuzz. Mm. We've been watching those. She did, yeah. and then coincidentally, we also watched Sick Note because Nick Frost is in that as well. But we didn't watch that on purpose because Nick Frost was in there. It's just huh. a happy coincidence. Well, coincidence, <clears throat> yeah, that's pretty good. Have you watched Sick Note? No, I haven't seen any of the movies that you just listed. Oh, Sick Note I is a television pretty... show. Oh, okay. I'm also pretty pop culturally, um, okay. not not with it. Like okay. all of the classics, like anything that people reference i know the reference because i'm like oh okay that's from pulp fiction but i've never seen pulp you've fiction, never seen stuff pulp like fiction. i watched the beginning of well, it and then i got distracted and stopped and then i remember royale with cheese and royale that's pretty much cheese. that's pretty much all i need i feel i mean <laughs> wait a minute community makes references to to pulp, yeah, to pulp fiction in the, <laughs> in the in the paint in the paintball episode I I haven't seen it in so long, but I'm sure yeah, they reference so many things in that show. Oh, it's yeah, pretty yeah. genius, yeah. But yeah, like pretty much any g- good classic movie, I've probably either not seen it for sure, or I've seen it in the past like two years. Jesus. Yeah, yeah I've, it's embarrassing sometimes. I've been I've been showing Jill a lot of good movies lately. Ugh. It's like the perfect time for it. You might as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, that's what I mean with with this whole quarantine thing. Like, I know people are making jokes about it, but it really does like like test a relationship. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not not to say like Jill and I have been arguing or anything, but like, yeah, I, I could definitely understand how like <laughs> this much one on one time would definitely make or break make a or person. Break. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not worried about that because Jill and I have been together for like seven years now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, yeah, I'm not worried. I just, I'm excited for Luke to go back to work. <laughs> You're excited for him I to think leave he as well? <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not excited, maybe, but I think, like, I don't know. When he was going to work and I was right at the beginning of my, um, like, recovery, mm-hmm. it was nice to just have, like, it was nice to have a routine, like, oh, he leaves at this time and then he comes back at this time, and that means, like, this much time has gone past but now it's just like the whole day is just like what time is it <laughs> like i can only tell by if there's sun coming in or not kind of thing yeah i mean it is good to still have a schedule like yeah i, I get up at a certain time jill will already be gone for work yeah i start yeah, doing it's my nice work that you yeah that you have work to do and stuff yeah. like that that definitely would make a huge difference like yeah. i do the social media for our little cafe so okay. Like, there's that, but I mean, there's only, like, we're closed. So there's only so much, like, I can be like, go buy the beans at the grocery store kind of thing. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I just have, like, and then we're supposed to be, so the other story is that, um, our, so we gave our two months notice back in, like, 
February, like before I broke my leg, we oh, were like, shit. we're giving notice to move out um, May 31st. And he was like, okay. And then I broke my leg and then Ontario <laughs> went into a state of emergency. And then we were like, okay, can we go back on that? Because I don't think we can move. Like there's nothing for rent and I can't walk. And he's like, no, sorry. There's somebody moving in. So we were like, what? Someone else is that someone else is actually moving. I guess maybe he made that arrangements before the shutdown. I guess, yeah. But so somebody's moving in June 1st, so we're like, holy shite. Like, we're trying to find a place to live, and I'm trying to, like, heal so that I can walk a little bit by the time that we're... Like, it's... I'm in, like, so much stress right now. (laughs) Drink your milk. Yeah, I'm just like, how can I improve calcium? (laughs) Like, how can I heal my bones faster? Like, I don't know. Wow. So, yeah, so we have... um, yeah, we're talking to a person. We're going to do a virtual tour of an apartment tonight Ooh. because he doesn't want people coming into his home, which mm-hmm. is very fair. Um, so that's, yeah, so that's our plan. And it's like, so perfect. is he just going to like Skype on his cell phone and just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is I'm that. pretty sure. Yeah. So it's like the guy that we're doing this with is the, te- like the current tenant. And mm. then he's kind of like screening people and then he's going to, give like a final recommendation to the landlord or something like that okay. and i just need to be like please we will do anything you just like begged them you were like please we are so no no, no. i meant i meant like we didn't talk <laughs> oh. to the the landlord until oh, okay <laughs> like our our nate because we live in a a triplex i guess there's three mm-hmm. it's one house but like there's three separate apartments yeah, in this house units, yeah yeah um uh yeah we were talking to our neighbor he's the guy who like showed us he was the guy that we were in contact with and then after he gave the thumbs up we had we got our landlord's contact information oh that's good that's lucky yeah (laughs) yeah we're just like like because i know that our our landlord can't technically evict us with the covid stuff yeah like it's either the tenant boards are closed like all of the trials are being stopped but then it's like well then they're going to be like they live above us so they're going to be mad at us and also then this girl is not going to have a place to live and that doesn't feel good yeah. to do to somebody so we're trying our hardest but yeah there's like there's nothing in Guelph to rent right now cuz nobody wants to move in a pandemic obviously it's like uh, it's a yeah. weird situation and like there's no laws on it obviously because this has never happened before so it's like i don't know <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm I'm almost certain that the only reason Jill and I got this apartment was because of our jobs. Mm, yeah. Because, like, when we toured the place, he was like, oh, how old are you? And we're like, oh, we're 21. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, well, like, just, <laughs> yeah. like, like, just to let you know, like, there's a waiting list. You're about, like, you're about ninth on the list right now. And after we vet through everybody else, if you're the mm-hmm. only people left, then, like, like then, it, then it'll be you. But, you know, first come, first serve. And we're like, we're all, mm-hmm. okay. And he's like are you guys moving here to like be close to the school? And we're like, Oh no, we're both already done school. He's like, what? We're like, yeah. He's like, Oh, he's like, what do you guys do? Bumping people off (laughs) (laughs) mentally. That's literally what it felt like. I was like, Jill was like, Oh, I'm in the medical field. I do this. And he's like, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, I'm in landscaping. He's like, Oh, those are really good jobs. And we're like, yeah. Yeah. And then we finished the tour. We went home and then, he, he messaged us. He's like, if you guys can put up half of uh, your first and last by tomorrow, it's yours. And he went, okay. <laughs> sure, send. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's so lucky. I'm hoping something very similar happens with this because I'm just like, I mean, like, I'm on EI right now, so that doesn't mm. look awesome. But, like, I do have a job. <laughs> yeah. And then Luke is like, yeah, he's been off for two weeks, but he's full-time starting monday again so okay and like this guy that lives there i think he's just like a 25 year old like dude just living by himself so hopefully we can just be like please (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it's very stressful i've never been in a situation where um like we have to move out and we don't have a place to move into like before it's been like okay i have a place let's give our notice yeah. And now it's like, holy crap. Like, we could be homeless in less than two months at this point. Obviously not. Like, my dad yeah. lives around here. I guess we could, like, move in with him. But he, like, lives out of town. Like, he lives 30-minute drive away. So, um, 
So I don't know how that would like. It's just a weird situation. Hmm. And then and plus like me trying to heal my foot, and I'm just like, I don't know if I can move things <laughs> on June first. I don't know. Okay, real quick though, before uh, we keep going, we're gonna take mm-hmm. a small ad break because we're okay. about at the halfway point. So uh, we'll be back shortly. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. This episode is sponsored by Brotherhood MFG. Brotherhood MFG is a clothing brand centered around car culture with a fresh style. So if you or someone you know likes cool car-inspired clothing, go to teespring.com stores slash Brotherhood MFG and use discount code PASTTIME in all capitals and you'll get 13% off the entire store. Alright, and we're back. We're back. Nice little 10-minute break. Mm-hmm. Get some ads going. <laughs> yeah, get some get some ads going. Get some ads going. <sighs> oh. For the most part, you're not getting stir-crazy or anything, though. Just staying at home. I was for a bit, like, when I first was at home. Surprisingly, like, yeah, it was like a weekend, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but it was helpful because people were coming to visit me, like, my mm-hmm. work friends and, like, my mom came down and visited me and my dad. Um, and then social distancing happened and then they were like, don't, don't see people unless you have to. And so everybody was like, oh, I can't come visit you anymore. And then I was like, this is going to be awful. But it's been, (laughs) it's been like not, not too bad. Like the second half has been not too bad, but I think like the improvement in weather has helped a lot. Like since it's been sunny outside, I like go sit outside on our steps and I'll read for like a couple hours and just, like, the amount of sun and, like, vitamin D that I'm getting, I think, is improving my mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'm i feeling a little bit better about it. But, like, some people are, like, on week, like, one or two, and they're, like, freaking out. And yeah. I'm like, guys. <laughs> yeah, again, I'm, I'm about to finish my, my fourth week of doing this. Yeah. And, like, again, maybe I'm a little salty, but I'm like, yo, they only said I only have to do this for two weeks. Why am I still at home? Yeah. But... That's fair like in a larger sense though like the two weeks really doesn't start until everybody's doing it yeah that's that's most of it yeah and i feel bad for people working at grocery stores and stuff like i just i just want to like give them money that i don't have (laughs) but i'm just like you guys are so awesome for working and now hopefully after this happens people will realize like oh our our society can't function without People who work at grocery stores, people who work for, like, waste management and, yeah. like, you know, tech companies and stuff like that. And and I saw, I saw I think Stephen King, actually. I follow really? him on Twitter. He's quite a guy. Um, he hates Donald Trump. It's hilarious. Wow, he, what like, an off-the-wall, <laughs> non-original opinion. <laughs> He's I think... so insane about it. He tweets about <laughs> his hatred for Donald Trump, like, at least three times a day. Oh, it's, my God. I don't have Twitter, it's, it's so extreme. I don't... Oh. <laughs> it's pretty extreme. But he tweeted um, last week something like, you you all make fun of artists, um, but now who's keeping you entertained during this like isolation period? And it's like, yeah, like you make fun of people who like go into maybe theater, for instance, in in your case. But it's like, well, now all of these people who or in musicals, you're just like sitting at home watching like Mamma Mia or like <laughs> that kind of thing. And it's like. Now do you understand like the importance of these things that you pass off as stupid or or like not a real career path and stuff like that and yeah. And this just... tweet was directed at Donald Trump? No, it was Oh just... that was okay. <laughs> it's just in in Oh. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Right. That was me. Oh, um Yes it was. <laughs> um no, just in general I think he was just saying it to all of the people. <laughs> I mean, it, it does have merit, though, mm-hmm. which just kind of sucks because with the social distancing thing, like they're they're the people keeping us entertained right now, but they're the people without work right now as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that's very true. I feel like this is going to end with like a lot of higher appreciation for a lot of different people. I hope so. I really hope so. Like one thing my brother's hoping for is like this might result in people prioritizing like relationships with local farmers more now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, I know in Guelph, it's, like, um, there's a lot of small businesses here. I mean, every city, obviously, has a lot of small yeah. businesses, but Guelph has really come, kind of come together to 
support all of the local businesses. We have something called Guelph Box. And so it's this company that started up who is, so every week you can subscribe and get a box from like the local bakery and like oh. our our coffee shop is in there so like you can get a pound of coffee beans and like fresh cheeses and like local produce and stuff like that and so that's been really nice so like you can subscribe to that and stuff but yeah it's really scary for small businesses right it now because absolutely is. because like it might be and it will be very hard to come back from this financially and even if they yeah. make it through like, yeah exactly. that's the scariest part like that's yeah like it's going to be difficult for them to to recover from this if they even manage to get through it depending on the local businesses because like some just saying local business doesn't mm-hmm. mean not successful like there's very successful oh, local yeah. businesses right right but in terms of like new businesses mm-hmm. they're going to have some hard time like i i follow a social media influencer who like in the second week of the shutdown she opened her cafe oh yeah ouch yeah yeah there's um i saw on on my social media there's a a cafe that's it's kind of new i think um maybe like three or four years old and they sold it to another couple like three weeks ago and so i think they're yeah i don't even want to know what's happening there like i just this is the best time to like just lay low like this is not the time to like be making money moves no definitely not like this is the best time to just if you can work from home like you're lucky don't Mm -hmm. just save your money yeah save your money like don't like yeah just don't spend it on things that you don't need yeah is a really good thing to keep in mind because you don't know how long you're gonna need your money your savings for like hopefully there's a silver lining to this like after Mm -hmm. talking with like jill and my older brother and stuff like that like this well it already has it's crashing the economy right definitely which (laughs) a silver lining to that is that because of that (laughs) jill and i might be able to afford a house soon i was just thinking i was like yeah but (laughs) i've been thinking that too like okay well maybe at least rent will go down and houses will become more of a, I don't know, something yeah. like that, at least, hopefully. Yeah, because, yeah. like, right now, mine and Jill's wedding is scheduled for next summer. Right. And we want to have a house within a year or two from the wedding. Mm-hmm. So, like, this might make both of those things a lot more viable. Hopefully, yeah. That's crazy. You're getting married next summer. Wow. Mm-hmm. Where have you guys decided like a lot of stuff yet? Or are you kind of like keeping it on the back burner while all this is going on? I mean, we have our wedding party and like the majority of our guest list. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Mm. That's probably a good place to start at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's so exciting. Are you going to get married like in Sudbury or are you going to go north or south or? Well, like plan A is like Sudbury and like plan B is Timmins. Yeah, that's a good, that's a solid plan B. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's where our family is. That's right. And like, we don't know if it'll be available by next year, but like, we were kind of sort of really hoping to get Father Pat to do it. Oh, oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be like the most fun. Yeah. That'd be the most fun, period. <laughs> yeah, Father Father Pat, for the listeners, is a local priest in Timmins who, he, he's amazing. He's so, I'm not religious at all, love the guy, would chat with him for hours if I could. You could be, like, a (laughs) hard-boiled atheist, and you would, (laughs) like, and you would still enjoy his services. Absolutely. He's, he's very, like, to the point, did you know he actually gets in a lot of trouble for the way he... Really? He does that? Well, because he kind of, like, even though it's much, yeah, it's much, much needed for, like, the younger people in the churches, but, like, he kind of does, like, a kind of small comedy act. While he yeah yeah while, while he does everything and it's it's to keep <laughs> the young a people small, like stand up story <laughs> like, yeah but it's good like yeah. yeah definitely I hated going to church when we were in school and when it was Father Pat I was like well you know at least I'll get a couple laughs while I'm there <laughs> this time <laughs> yeah everybody else gets to eat the bread and I just have to go up with my arms crossed and he just touches my <laughs> forehead for a second. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I used to be like I, I used to be an altar server for him. So like right. I, I I've known him the majority of my life. He's also a Aww. family friend. Like I've known him. I have memories of Father Pat in my life outside of church. Like as Mm-mm. as young as like five or six years old. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Definitely try and get him. Yeah. I don't know the how to go about doing that. But well, he's, like he's retiring. I'm pretty sure this was supposed to. This, oh. this is his last year. Oh. But my grandmother asked and. <laughs> Because they're friends, and Aww. and my my grandma is a avid churchgoer, yeah. And like apparently he said, if we ask and if it's if it's in a church, he he could do it. Wow, that would be so cool. Yeah, the only oh. that is the only thing though is like because he's a priest, he will only do it inside of a church. In a church, right? Yeah. And, so then you have to go through like finding a church. Yeah, and, <laughs> which is also not easy. Yeah. Well, like. If it wasn't for that point, like, Jill and I were kind of thinking of an outdoors wedding. Yeah. But, eh. Meh. Semantics. But is it in, like, like what month are you guys planning for? A month where there's definitely not going to be rain. Ah. Uh, <laughs> so, like, July. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, it's hard. it's hard to say. Like, yeah, it would be so fun to have Father Pat there, but also... Yeah. Outdoor weddings are so nice. Even just as a guest. Oh. Might just invite him as a guest. <laughs> yeah, he'd show up. He would definitely show up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah. I, I, back to the summer thing. I wish I liked summer. I see, when I see summer happen in movies, I'm like, <laughs> looks so nice. Like, wow, nostalgic looking, even though I don't like summer. But then when it comes and I'm just like, everything's humid. And, like, nothing feels dry ever. And it's just like, wow, I feel like I'm in hell. (laughs) And I just can't get past that. And that's why I like spring. Well, I don't even like spring that much. I prefer um, late fall and most of winter. Just because, yes, the consistency, but also it's just an ideal time. You can always put more layers on. Just, like don't get me wrong i don't really like winter either yeah and that's just because i don't, like even though i'm from the north i'm a little bitch in the cold <laughs> okay i can i can be working landscaping in a sweater in plus 40 i'm Ugh. and not like i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna be hot and not gonna be sweaty, right. but i won't complain like that doesn't oh. bother me yeah but i can be in minus 15 with a winter coat on and <laughs> be miserable i'm the opposite i'm like yeah, put me in minus 25 degree weather. Like, it's going to suck a little bit for, like, my skin that's exposed. But, like, overall, I'm loving it. Summertime, it's, like, plus 20. And I'm like, all right, this is okay. Plus 22, I'm like, this is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> like, so somebody get me a fan. I'm, <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, the most extreme example I would do is that if I had to choose, I would rather die in a fire than of hypothermia. <laughs> I would rather die of hypothermia, so I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's yeah, opposites do exist. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So you prefer summer out of all of the all yes. of the seasons? Yes. Wow. That's wow. I don't know why. I, I think it might just be like an association with it. Like the summertime is typically when I have the most fun, the most freedom, make the most mm-hmm. money. Like yeah. I don't That's know. fair. I just always there... have a better yeah. time in the summer. There's a lot of things I do love about summer, like swimming in a lake. I don't like God. swimming. I don't like swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I feel lost. <laughs> I feel confused. How? How? What's wrong? Because lakes are cold. No. Yeah. Not in the summertime. <laughs> yes, in the summertime. No. <laughs> I won't take that for an answer. That is fine. Not... <sighs> I, <laughs> since I moved, so when I moved from Timmins to Muskoka, I was like, this is great. Gilly's Lake isn't here. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> I can go in any body of water and they're all relatively clean. This uh-huh. is awesome. So, like, the first summer I moved there, every single day I went swimming. I would just, like, I would just gather a friend and I was like, we're going. And they were like, okay, I guess. I don't really want to. And I'm like, then just sit, make sure I don't, like, crack my head and die in the water or something. And they were like, fine. And so, like, every single day, just walk down to the river and just dip in, swim around for a bit and get out. And it was awesome. And then, moved to Guelph. 
We have one river that's like infested with Canada geese shit oh. always, consistently. And then we have one lake called Guelph Lake. <laughs> wow. And, and you have to pay $7 admission just to get in. Wait, what? That is. Yep. I've never heard of that. Yep. I walked for 45 minutes to get to Guelph Lake because you can't get there on the bus system. It's like slightly out of town. Luke and I walked there. It took us 45 minutes. It was the middle of August. No wallet. We were... Yeah, no wallet. <laughs> like, yeah, we were just going. We had like a towel. We were so excited because it was the first time we were going to get to go swimming since we moved down here. This was last summer. So like four years after not swimming wow. at all. And we were so excited. We get there and they're like $7 each. And we were like, pardon? <laughs> Yeah, I'd be come again. <laughs> hella confused. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, all of the, all of the bodies of water and like large, um, like parks, I guess. Like, um, you have to pay to get in, and we were like, well, that's stupid. And then we were like, well, maybe if we start walking away, they'll feel bad because they were just like teenagers. Yeah. And so then we started walking away, and then they Nothing just didn't happened. say anything. <laughs> we just left. <laughs> all teenagers are sociopaths. Well, they were just, I think maybe their boss was there or something, but I was just like, this is stupid. I just wanted to go in for a dip. And it was like 7 p.m. at that point, too, Aww. or like 6 p.m. And so it was like late in the evening. So like we couldn't even have even gotten like $7 worth out of the time because they close at like 8. And I was like, Jesus. this is great to know because I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard about like having to pay to go swim in a, in a lake. I know. But it's because it's like a man-made lake, and I, okay. it's stupid. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate Guelph. <laughs> no, I just hate Guelph Lake, I guess. But yeah, it feels so weird to just not even have... Like, even in Timmins, like, don't go swimming in Gilly's Lake. Don't. Um, <laughs> Do not. Unless you want to grow a third, like, leg or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the Timmins difference. <laughs> That's the tip. T TM. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, like, there is, like... Hershey Lake or Hershey Lake was good. Like Hershey Lake was fine. But yeah, it was also like a thirty-minute drive out of town. Yeah, you really had to know someone with a good car. Or like, what's that one on like Goldmine Road? Stupidest name. <laughs> Just said it out loud, and I was like, "That's stupid." <laughs> I don't know. I've only ever known of Gillies and Hershey. There's like, there's this other one that like, it's a big hill, and then it's into the water. I used to go there sometimes. It was oh. pretty fun. Yeah, it's on, like, the back road, like, between South Porcupine and, um, like, Schumacher, kind of. <laughs> but no, I don't, I'm, I'm not familiar at all. Oh. I'll I send you a picture I, of I it. didn't spend a lot of time in South Porcupine. <laughs> really? Not, no. I spent a surprising amount of time in South Porcupine. I knew, like, two people from South Porcupine, and they always ended up coming to Timmins, so. Right, yeah. For listeners, it's, like, a 20-minute, not even, it's, like, a 10-minute drive down a highway. Yeah. Or you could take a bus, but... It's yeah. still technically Timmins. It's just, it's like, the area is called South Porcupine. <laughs> yeah, it's like having a south end to your town. Yeah. It's like, that's the south end of Timmins. Yeah. Um. See, so yeah, I had, like... Because I went to the St. Joseph, which is the elementary school in yes. South Porcupine. And so then all the people I knew and liked all lived in South Porcupine. So then it was just like me trying to convince my mom to drive me <laughs> there and back like all the time. And she was always like, so then I started taking the city bus like so early. I, was like, I never thought about that. That must have been like very inconvenient for parents that like so if, if you live in South Porcupine and all your kids' friends are in Timmins or vice yeah. versa, like that must have been drive them. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. My mom doesn't like driving to begin with. I had, didn't even see a point in driving me to South Park Giant. She's like, you just figure it out. <laughs> so I would always like get rides from just like random parents. Like I'd be like, Samantha, is your mom coming home from work? Could she drive me? <laughs> She'd be like, sure, she'll be at your house in 12 minutes. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that's nice. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> see, that's always the best when you can be friends with your friend's parents. That is the, that's like the pinnacle of a good friendship is when you can be friends with their parents. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I very much have that relationship with, uh, my friend, Jonathan, um, uh, me and my friend, Kevin, we're like just as close of friends with John's parents than we are with John. That's so nice. Like, I remember I have like this ex like explicit memory of one time we were all supposed to go to the gym, like clockwork. It was part of our schedule. Mm -hmm. John wasn't picking up his phone. 
So we drove to his house and we're like, that's weird. Like John should have said something. And Mm -hmm. we went up to the door and Kevin knocked on the door and then John's dad opened the door and he's like, what the fuck are you two doing? And we're like, sorry, like John, John didn't pick up the phone. Like, sorry. He's like, no. He's like, why the fuck did you knock on the door? You can just fucking walk. He's like, just knock in. He's like, knockings for strangers. He's like, and like, we were like so confused because like, we're just like, oh, sorry, because he kind of seemed genuinely annoyed. <laughs> like, like it was like our mistake. Like, we should have had the common sense to just walk in. And then there's like the opposite of like, you're really good friends with somebody, but their parents are very not accommodating or welcoming. I have this friend in Bracebridge, and I won't say her name <laughs> because I don't I think I've ever told this story to her. And I told it to my mom, and she thought it was the funniest thing. So basically, I went to their house, and they lived kind of downtown Bracebridge, um, and I I knock on the door, and then I open it, because Amy, I mean, <laughs> whatever, her name is Amy, <laughs> um, she was like, yeah, just like, come in when you get here, and I was like, okay, so I knocked twice, just in case, like, mm-hmm. somebody, I don't know, I didn't want to be rude, and so I knocked twice, and then opened it, and then her dad was sitting in the living room, and he goes... Well, why don't you just barge in? I was like, I I didn't even know what to say. I was just like 17 or 18. And I was just like, oh, sorry. And he's like, yeah, thanks for knocking or not. And then I was just like, okay, I'm just going to (laughs) go. So I just like went upstairs and hung out with my friend. And I was like, I feel weird. But he was just like a a strange man. Yeah. I mean, but, but that, then, that is like a fucked up habit to break, though, because like even after we had that interaction with John's dad, yeah. every time we would come it over, still feels weird. we would like <laughs> kind of like go to grab the, the, the door handle, mm-hmm. like kind of ha- try to knock. Yeah. And like, do, do we knock? <laughs> do we just open the door? Was that a one time thing? And yeah. like it, it was like a habit we had. To, now, like I just yeah. we, we just like I, now it's natural. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I go yeah. to Timmins, like meet up with Kevin, we go to John's, we just, we just walk in. I'm like, by the yeah. way, I'm in town. <laughs> yeah. And there's been basically. like, we've done that several times on several occasions where John isn't even home and, and, and we just chill with his parents for like two hours. Out. And we just, yeah. yeah, we just hang out with his, with his mom and dad for like two hours. Yeah. My neighbor, um, in Timmins, um, who lived like four houses down, it was just like, yeah, I'd just go over to her house and go in and her mom would be like, hey, Chloe, how's it going? And I'd be like, oh, great. Or her dad was like, hey, you know, I, because <laughs> her brother and, well, yeah, okay. So her brother and her dad would build these, like, huge igloos in their backyard. Like, fully, like, they had it engineered out and they had these, like, molds for snow that they would make. And they would have the proper ventilation so that you could have, like, a fire inside. Like it, Oh, wow. Yeah, so insane. So I would just go over there and just hang out and watch them build it. Like, even if Megan, I, yeah, Megan wasn't home, she, she's like, yeah, whatever. And, um, yeah, just go and watch them build these huge igloos. It was insane, and they still do it. Like they did one this winter, and posted <laughs> photos of it, and I was like, man, that is the coolest hobby, ever. Yeah. So cool. I mean, like, like all so I much really weird engineering yeah. in. Igloos, like that's so weird. Like I've, I've built a couple things at my brother's farm now. Mm-hmm. Like just last weekend, we built a fucking greenhouse. Whoa! And we, and we had to put an awesome. extension. No, it was not awesome. Oh, it, it was oh, a no. very windy day. Oh no! Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that makes it much like, less awesome. Like there was four of us, and I think it took us like five hours. Jeez. Just because, like. Two of us just to hold the tarp down, yeah. and then t- two more of us to put staples and, and tape and yeah. nails in. And yeah, no thanks. It looks nice now, though. Like now that it's good. now that it's yeah. done. Yeah, that's good though. So is his farm like in Sudbury, then? Uh yes, it's like just outside. Like outside? Yeah. yeah, it's like a twenty-minute drive outside of town. Is it going to be for animals or just for vegetables? Right now, just vegetables. He does yeah. have uh, laying hens, like, mm-hmm. for fresh eggs. And oh, yeah. he yeah. is getting a, a batch of meat chickens in for fresh nice. chicken meat. And yeah. just for fun, they have goats. Oh, I hate goats. Oh, they're, the, they're, 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 better, like behave, they're better behave than dogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Goats are the worst. Nope. When I was a kid, we used to have goats at my dad's farm, and I just, I had one that I liked, and the rest, oh, just built, just the male goats are the worst, I guess. The <laughs> girls are medium. They're fine. But, like, billy goats are so gross. Like, when they're trying to mate, they, like, cover themselves in their own pee. Oh, they're all fixed. They're, they're all fixed. Gross. That's good. Oh, that's, that makes it so much better. Like, these goats will always stay a certain distance from you, and they walk in single file. That's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> like, that they're, I'm not joking, when we can take the dogs and the goats out for a walk, and only the dogs mm-hmm. need leashes. Aw, that's really sweet. I wish I liked goats. I feel like everybody <laughs> likes them, and I just have such bad memories of them that I'm like, they're tainted. They're tainted <laughs> All <forever>. of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I loved growing up on a farm. I thought it was just, like, the coolest thing. But, like, I rarely... I visit my dad very seldom now, which is sad. Even though he lives, like, half an hour away. But we don't have a car, so... Yeah. Well, get those milestones, baby steps. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it, though. I thought it was just, yeah, very unique. Like, I have, like, weird knowledge of things. Oh, yeah, farm life is wild. Yeah. It's, it's super wild. There's just, like, so much that you have to understand as such a young child. Like, I remember going to the zoo in kindergarten, and I came home, and all of the, like, um, the cows that we sent off to for meat, they were all gone when I came home. And my dad just flat out was like, yep, so all of those cows had to go, and they're at the butcher now, and uh, oh, yeah. we'll have a bunch of hamburger meat when, uh, probably next weekend. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, so that's, so you understand? And I was like, yep. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, like, just like explaining death at like five years old. Okay, maybe not. Well, no, yeah, because my uh, my nephew's five, and I have my my nephew is five, and my niece is eleven, and we butchered the chickens in front of them. Yeah. Like we 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 cut their heads off and yep. bled them and plucked them and butchered them and gutted them. That's such a process. Oh my god. Oh, it is. I yeah. Our Actually. coworker, her her um, well, our coworker's um, fiance. She her parents own like a big chicken farm for yeah for that, and like they go for the whole weekend and they just do it for the whole weekend and they come yeah. home and they're so tired and I'm just like, geez, I'm not jealous. I mean, like we you. only we only did two dozen chickens and it mm-hmm. it, it was a two day affair. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, and like with four of us, with four of us, been doing it. Yeah, Katie and her parents and her sister have been doing it for, like, since the, she was a, ch- like, a young child. So yeah. they're, like, quick at it now. Yeah, like, like we, yeah, last year we... They just go. <laughs> like, last year we did one batch of 12, and then, mm-hmm. couple, like, a month later we did a second batch of 12, and that's our only experience with it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not for the vegans. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it's like... hardcore. Like, I remember, too, um... Uh, Right after we cut the head off one. It's true what they say. Like, chickens, the bodies... Yeah. Oh, yeah. They keep going for a bit. <laughs> yeah. My, my my five-year-old nephew got chased by a headless chicken for... No. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> with his back turned to it, so he didn't even know. He was just standing there. The head went off. The chicken fell off the table. Started, started running. Going. Yeah. Ran, ran over to Connor. <laughs> bumped into him. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Connor... That's a little scarring for a five-year-old. <laughs> Connor turned around. Started running away from it, and it started chasing him, and then it and then it stopped and fell, and like he was just like, "What was that?" And we're like, we're "Like that was a, that was a that was a chicken, buddy." What was that? And he was like, "Question." Oh, he was he took it well. He's just like, "Oh," and we're like, and then again, like just very upfront, just explained him like, "Yeah, like yeah." When you cut their head off, like sometimes their body don't know they're dead yet, and he just went mm-hmm. like. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, buddy. Then that saying makes much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's very different compared to, like, all the people that I meet that, like, well, Guelph is different because it's, like, farm country, basically. Yeah. So a lot of people at least have been to a farm. But I remember living in Timmins, it's like there's one dairy farm. Um, yeah. in town and so weirdly he has the same name as my dad oh. but spelt just slightly different nice. and so that was always super weird but like yeah just so many people and they're just like yeah I've never seen a cow and I'm like 
where why why not <laughs> there's cows like at least in Iroquois Falls like there's farms out there they're not great and they look mm -hmm. awful but I mean <laughs> yeah it's very strange right, so we've about hit the end of the podcast at this point yeah. um, uh, is there any uh, social media platforms that you'd like to shout out where people can find you I know you have uh, a small business yourself yeah I have a teensy tiny little business where I hand sew um, pencil cases nice. and so you can follow that it's closos so c-h-l-o dot S-E-W-S. -E um, and yeah, you can follow me on there. They're just little pencil cases just to keep me busy during all of this quarantine <laughs> and whatever. I Absolutely. find it very calming and fun. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show. Mm -hmm. Thanks thank for you, having me. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, until next time, bye-bye.